Welcome to the Queer Confidence Podcast, the podcast to help you become your most confident queer self. I'm your host, he, she, they, Coach Alex Ray, and I haven't always been this confident. In fact, I used to be super insecure. And through this show, I want to share with you what's worked for me, my clients, and my guests so that you can become more confident. Welcome back, unicorns. How are you? I am enjoying some sunshine here. Finally. (laughs) February was a bit bleak here in Maryland, and I love the sunshine. And so I'm feeling so just filled with joy and ease and fun today. I I don't know. The weather <laughs> just seriously makes my day. All right. You ready to dive into an amazing topic? We're going to talk about money, specifically how to create money. And I'm so excited to share this episode with you today because I used to have a lot of fear around making money. Um, I used to have a lot of doubts whether I could do it or not, whether other people could do it or not, and a lot of um, just really uncomfortable feelings came up anytime I was talking about money. Clearly, those have changed because (laughs) here we are, and we're going to talk all about money, and it's going to be so fucking fun. Let's do it. All right. Before we go in, though, I need you, if you are going to get something from today's episode, I need you to call into question your existing money beliefs. Whether you believe that money is easy or hard, it's for some people and not for other people, it's more morally correct to have less of it or more of it. And that when you are making money, you are taking from people. So we got to let those, put those on the side, gather all those little thoughts in your brain. I'm going to give you a moment, okay? And now put them off on a shelf and you can come back to them. Don't worry. Here's the cool thing. You can always come back to your existing beliefs and thoughts around money, but after today's episode, you're never going to want to. (laughs) Making money is actually very simple. The only way to make money is by providing value. We as humans have an infinite ability to create money because money is made through creating and communicating value. Now I say communicating because you would you could create value but hide it away and never tell anyone about it and therefore you would not create any money because hiding it away is not giving it any giving anyone else value but yourself so we need to create value which we are infinitely capable as capable of as humans And then communicate that value to other people, whether it's giving them something that we create, whether it's communicating ideas and um, 
helpful guidance, whatever it is. Money, we have to remember, is just, it is just a representation of value. That's it. So what does that mean? (laughs) We, like, money in itself isn't valuable at all, right? It's just a bunch of numbers, just a bunch of paper, whatever. Years and years ago, before there was money, we just traded things. We bartered. We traded livestock for grain. That's the way the world functioned before we created forms of money. And many different cultures over the course of human existence have had various forms of money because it was one central way to define value. And so that way, if, you know, once you, if you are, if you only have two people in a transaction, it's easy to trade the the livestock for the grain. But as soon as you have three, now you've got somebody with livestock, someone with grain and somebody with, um, I don't know, rocks, <laughs> gems, <laughs> Now, what if the person that has the livestock wants the gems, but the person that has the gems doesn't want livestock, they want grains. So they could all trade in a circle, basically, or we could introduce money. And that way, the person who has the livestock could, you know, I'm now I'm like lost in my own story, but you get the point, right? <laughs> They could use money to buy the gemstones instead of the using their livestock because the person that has the gemstones doesn't care about having any more livestock. They don't need it. They don't want it. And then that person with the livestock could actually sell their livestock to the person with the grain for money and then use that money to get the gemstones. Okay. So money really in itself is not valuable at all. It is just a way of representing the value that we've already created or given away. That's it. That belief took me a while to understand. So I want you to really be patient. And if you're not there yet, and allow your brain to kind of wrap around that concept. If you already are there, fantastic. Great. (laughs) Then everything else is going to flow much more easily to you. One of the beliefs that we have around money that many of us have is that it's a zero-sum equation, that there's a certain amount of money to be had. And so the the definition of a zero-sum equation is basically like A minus B would equal zero. So that's not an easy way to describe it. Let's say look at a pie. That's way easier. Okay, so there's only one pie at the party. I don't know who's having parties right now in COVID times, but there's only one pie at the party. So if I take a large slice of pie, that means everyone else at the party, if they want some pie too, now they're going to get less of it. And they they might only, if all of them want some, they might only get a really tiny piece now because I was greedy and I took half the pie. When you believe that money is 
is a finite thing, you're forgetting that it's just a representation of value. So it can't possibly be pi because value, if it were pi, we would just keep making more of it. You could just keep, everyone could have their own pi. We could just make as many pies as we wanted because we have an infinite ability to keep creating. If you're believing that money is finite, you're going to have a little bit of a moral dilemma, a hang-up, when it comes to making money. Because you're going to have a fear that you making money is going to be taking away from other people's opportunity to make money as well. And this is why a lot of people have issues with capitalism because they believe that there is a finite amount of money to be had and that one person having more means another person having less. So we got to we got to clear that up. This is the very first thing that you have to believe if you want to make money, you have to understand that money is just a representation of value and therefore it is not limited, it is actually infinite. Because we create value with our brain, with our mind. That's it. And you can go like harvest things. You could make products. You could sell those things. You could create ideas and sell your ideas. All of it is always created within your mind and other people's ability to, or other people's um, agreement with you is, you know, they're seeing the value is within their mind. So we know that if it's just two brains agreeing on the value of something, that value really is just a mental construct, which means that money is also just a mental construct. It is not something that is finite. It is not something that is limited. It is not something that we will be taking from other people's opportunity by having too much of it ourselves. The other thing you have to believe, (laughs) there are many things. (laughs) So let me say another thing that you need to understand about making money is that the winner in a financial transaction, the winner is the one receiving the product or the service or whatever they're paying for, not the person getting the money. Again, because the money is just the representation of value. So who got the value? The person that paid money. The customer got the valuable thing. They received value that was created by somebody else. And in exchange, they were like, here, here's some money so that you can go get things of value that you want to get. And this is actually the concept where original capitalism was created. Adam Smith, look him up. He had a deep belief that the interest of the customer is how every business should operate. 
And that if it's the other way around where the person that uh, the service provider, the business is the winner, that it's wrong, it's backwards. And so that's more um, Friedman. If you want to look these people up, (laughs) his views around capitalism is unfortunately more of how the American capitalism is functioning today, which is a far reach from original capitalism where it was very based on on ways of always benefiting the consumer, not the provider. But, my friend, just because there's been a cultural shift, it does not mean that these things are not true still. And what's actually true of making a lot of money is that you can do it way more effectively by coming from these beliefs of abundance and service and always making sure that your customer is the one who's winning. When you do that, you will make a lot of money. What companies have wrong right now is that they're trying to do this thing, this this selfish way of of creating value and then charging and structuring their businesses in such a way that it's always profit before people, profit before the customer. And that is only because they are believing that they only have a small amount of time, that there's only a small amount of money in the world, that there's that there's just a finite amount of everything. And so because of that, they are living in fear and they're wanting to snatch up the pie. So if you are also living in fear around money and not having the amount of money that you would like to have, I want to point out to you that the reason is not because you have different beliefs than the people that are being greedy and taking. It's actually you have the same beliefs. You have the same exact beliefs as the people that you see as greedy are also your beliefs that it's finite only you had a conscience that got in the way and said, Hey, don't be greedy. Whereas theirs was like, yeah, let's go for it. (laughs) But both of you in are incorrect in your beliefs around how money is created and how it can be had. So one of the other things that's ridiculously helpful in making money is letting go of the time frame. The more unattached you are, the faster it comes to you. So what does this look like? Let's say you want to make a million dollars in the next few years. Let's say 10 years. In 10 years, you want to make a million dollars. As year one goes, you make hardly anything. Year two, you make a little more. Year three, you make a little bit more. Year four, it goes back down. Year five, maybe you creep back up there. Year six, you go, shit, I'm more than halfway there. And I've only made like $200,000. I am nowhere near a million. 
oh my goodness, there's an $800,000 gap here. How am I going to do it? And then you start focusing again on the finite, the, the limit. And as soon as you're focusing on the limit, you go out of being receptive because in order to to make money, you actually have to just be open to receiving money. Because if it's truly about creating and communicating value, then all you need to be doing is showing up in full service to others and allowing money to come to you. What this doesn't mean, though, is just doing everything for free. (laughs) I did that early on with um, my fitness business that I had. I was just doing everything for free. But you know the problem with that? The people that I was coaching didn't typically value the coaching they were receiving because it was free. And so they weren't getting the results that they could have been getting. And I want you to think about whether you are a service-based business, whether you are a product-based business, whether you are an employee, the value that you are giving, if you're a business owner to you directly to the customer, or if you are an employee, the value you are giving to the business, if you are not focused on the giving and also receiving, if you're trying to do it just for so cheap, I want you to again question why are you trying to do it for so cheap or free? It probably goes back to those limiting beliefs that there's only a small amount of money to be had and we got to hurry up and and either be generous and give it all away or hurry up and, and collect it all for ourselves. It's one of those two things, but it's always coming from a belief that there's a finite amount. And it doesn't do, back to what I was saying with um, the, the reason that it's actually helpful to charge more is because you are you and the person that's paying you are now agreeing upon more value in this transaction. So early on when I was doing everything for free, we were both agreeing that this was a uh, basically zero value transaction. <laughs> so what do you think happened? They didn't have much transformation because they didn't take the coaching seriously and they didn't go out and get the results that they wanted. And then what happened when I raised my prices? We were both agreeing on the value that this was going to have, the impact that this was going to have on their life. And they went and implemented more and more and more and more and more. And they got exactly what they came for. And if you're an employee, I want you to think about how this relates to your job. When you and your boss agree upon a very small amount of money, 
you're both kind of in agreement that this is not that useful. It's not that valuable. Versus when you both agree upon a larger a larger transaction, a larger amount of money that they're going to pay you, you're both in agreement that this is of much more value. And the company is going to value you as an employee more and you're going to just feel abundant and ready to continually over-deliver to the company. And over-delivering is something that I love, love, love to think about. I always, again, I mentioned this earlier, I always want to make sure that the customer, the client, is always the one receiving more value than they paid for. They're always getting more. The business is always increasing their if you're if you're an employee the business is always increasing their profits far more than they're paying out to you and then you can look at that and go look look how much i helped you increase your profits now i would like more money because i want to help you even more if you're a business owner you're going out and providing value to your people whether it's through selling things or selling services you're going out and providing this value to your people and they're loving it and you're then you're saying oh maybe i should charge more maybe i should make a different thing that's more even more valuable now and we keep increasing the value we're all winning because we're building each other up we are all collectively in the process of making money, we are all collectively winning. One of the things, as a side note about money, that I didn't realize till recently was back in the 80s, like if you've ever heard of the, the gold reserve, you know, there was a time in America where we had. Um, a certain amount of gold and basically every dollar was backed by a quantity of gold so that there was something that actually did limit the amount of money that could be printed. And um, back in the eighties, I believe it was, it would, you can look it up, uh, but that was done away with. And so just even more evidence for your brain if it's still arguing with this. We literally do just print money. And we print more of it, the more value is created in the, in the world because we need more, you know, little paper bills <laughs> to start representing the value that people are creating. And you, my friend, are a creator with unlimited potential. Unlimited. My plan, my goal is to make a million dollars by my 30th birthday. I want to make a million dollars just within that year leading up to my birthday. Um, and I'm so excited about that. Now, you might be saying... Wait a minute. 
What about that being unattached to the time frame thing you said a few minutes ago? I am. <laughs> I am totally unattached to the time frame. It's okay if it doesn't happen. No big deal. There was a time when I felt very attached to that. And, you know, if it doesn't happen by then, I know it's going to happen eventually. It's not possible for it to not happen because I understand how money is created. I understand how money is made. And so I know that all I do is instead of looking to grasp for more money, all I do is look at giving and providing and being and living abundantly. The more that I am using my mind to create valuable stuff for you, the more money I'm going to create, the more money I'm going to make in my bank account. And so, yeah, it might not happen by the time I'm 30, but I'm pretty sure it will just based on the, pro the projection that I'm on. It's highly probable. And one of the reasons that I want to do this is one, I know that I'm always over-delivering, so the fact that I will be making a million dollars that year is ridiculously exciting to me because I'm knowing that I have provided you with way more than a million dollars worth of coaching, life change. And the other cool thing is I get to be an example for our queer community of what is possible. Because I know that if it's possible for me, it is totally possible for you. And not by hustling or being miserable. I tried that. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work at all. And so I just want to be continually a reminder for others in our community that, hey, here's someone that broke that barrier of maybe where you thought you could go. And I want to continue to help others in the community because I recognize that I am a cis white gay man. And there are others in our beautiful spectrum of our LGBTQIA plus community that look nothing like me, have a very different upbringing, background, story, life, identity that's much different than mine. And I love that I'm going to get to help you, that person that's entirely different than me, welcome in money with ease. Yeah, there are barriers that each of us face, and you might be facing more barriers than I face. That absolutely might be true. But I know for a fact that whatever the barriers are, your ability to make money is not based on the other people. Your ability to make money is truly within your control of your creativity. And so the work that you have, my friend, is similar to the work that I have in that I believed a lot of limiting things around money, that I couldn't create it, that it was for other people, that it, there wasn't enough, etc. 
And in letting go, go of those things, then I created more. And so you may have other limiting beliefs. You may have the same ones. You may have more than I had. You might have less than I had. You might have different ones. And the more that you change those, the more you are going to open the doors for making money in your life. And you can make money doing whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. As long as you're focusing on the providing of value. So a couple questions to ask yourself to get yourself into this place where you're really welcoming in money and feeling it and and creating momentum in your life behind it. So you're not getting in your own way and stalling yourself. First one, if I knew for sure I was going to make the amount of money I want, no matter what, what would I be doing right now? Again, huge problem for us humans is we start getting concerned with the time frame or the amount, and it's looking like it's not going to happen. It's looking like it's not going to happen. It's looking like it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And do you hear the resistance in that? You're so focused on the problem, the problem, the problem, the problem, the problem that you're not even looking up at the solution. So the get your ask yourself that question, get into that place where if I just was decided, I just knew with certainty that I was going to make the amount of money that I wanted to make, no matter what, what would I be doing right now? The next question, if I fully trusted that making money was only dependent on providing value, how would I structure my business or choose my career? If it wasn't about ripping people off or taking from them, or I I should have to make less so other people could make more, or I should make more because that's the only way I'm going to be able to be happy. That's the only way I'm going to be able to be fulfilled. I need to have more so that I can be a success. I need to have more so that I can believe in myself. I need to have more so that I can prove something. Whoa. Again, resisting. Because you're pushing and pushing and pushing and you're needing it now, 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 now. And the more that you are needing it to happen and be there right now in its fullness, in this moment, the less you are welcoming it in because you're you're only focused on the not having. What if you just pulled back and asked, how do I already have everything I need? How is that true? Again, if I fully trusted that making money was only dependent on providing value, how would I structure my business or choose my career? All right, and the last question. How do I want to feel about money? How do I want to feel about money? Four that came to mind for me was joyful, abundant, easy. I want money to feel easy. Generous. I love to give. If you catch yourself feeling different 
than the feelings that came to mind for you, then you know you are back in your old beliefs of scarcity. It's too hard. I don't have enough. Other people don't have enough either. People are taking it from us. And in that, you are again immediately resisting creating value. Because you're so focused on the money. It's not about the fucking money. (laughs) You didn't think you were going to listen to a podcast on how to make money where the punchline was, it's not about fucking money. It's about providing value. It's about generosity. It's about giving. It's about creating. Money, again, is just a way of representing the value. Money, worthless. Value, infinite. And who the hell would want to buy from somebody that's like, me, I don't have enough. Hurry up, give me more money. (laughs) Or who would be inspired from that? No one. Why That would not inspire anyone. And I love that you and I get to be examples for the queer community of what is possible. If you're living constantly in that fear, you're not living in the joy or the confidence. All right, my friend. Now. I hope you forgot about those old beliefs that you put on the shelf. (laughs) I hope you're ready to just leave them over there and ignore them. (laughs) You have everything you need to go make money. To go provide value to other people. To create things that are valuable and to communicate it to others. What a joyful, abundant, loving way to make money. I'll see you next week. Go make some money. If you enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend so they too can become more confident. You can also help more people find the show by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen. And if you want to become a more confident queer with support from yours truly, head to coachalexray.com or use the link down in the show notes. I'm looking forward to working with you.